Hi, and welcome back to Real Estate Keeping It Simple, informative tips on buying and selling real estate. I'm your host, Ray Dove of REMAX Eastside Brokers, serving the greater Seattle area, Bellevue, Redmond, Kirkland, Seattle. So today I thought I'd talk a little bit about covenants, conditions, and restrictions, referred to as CCNRs. Homeowners associations, which we refer to as HOAs, and sewer capacity charges. Why are all these important? Let's start with the sewer capacity charges. If you were to purchase a brand new home, or a home that is built within the last 15 years, so a home that is built in 2004 or newer, you may run into a thing called sewer capacity charges. So here in King County, Washington, the sewer district, when another new home is added to the sewer system, it's considered an extra capacity to the system in place. So when you buy a new home, once you close escrow on it, it's your responsibility as a new homeowner to take on the sewer capacity charge. The nice thing about that charge is it only lasts for 15 years, and it's an, in addition to your monthly water and sewer bill. I think today it's about $165 to $170 per quarter. So it's your obligation as the homeowner on a new home to pay that for the next 15 years. If you're buying a resale home, in other words a home that's not a new home, and let's say the home was built 10 years ago, and the owners have been paying this sewer capacity charge on a regular basis, there's still five years remaining balance owed on that sewer capacity charge. Now, as a buyer, you can assume that charge, close escrow, and you'll continue to pay that sewer capacity charge for the next five years, which is what most sellers, or the majority of the sellers, would like the buyers to agree to do. Or, if you don't want to deal with that sewer capacity charge as a buyer, or even as a homeowner, you could pay that balance off in full. And a lot of times that payoff is less than what they show on the balance, but not much less. So as a buyer, one strategy, depending upon the market you're in, if it's a strong seller's market, chances are this strategy won't work. But if you're in a buyer's market, it doesn't even have to be a strong buyer's market. But if it's a buyer's market, you can ask the seller to pay off the sewer capacity charge at closing. And if they agree to do so, then you will not have this sewer capacity charge moving forward. So just something to ask when you're working with a real estate agent is if the home has a sewer capacity charge and how will that be handled after closing. Some of the other things you need to ask about when buying a home is does it have CCNRs, covenants, conditions, and restrictions? Those are typically put together and recorded when a new development goes in place. Not on a home built on an individual lot, but a community. Maybe it could be five homes, 15 homes, 100 homes. But they're going to have some type of covenants, conditions, and restrictions that are recorded. It's part of your title report, so when you get a chance to get a copy of the title report, you'll be able to review these CCNRs. And in there, it's just going to have restrictions on how large or how small a home can be in the development, 
sometimes what kind of roof you can have on the home, what kind of pets or how many pets you can have, or radio antennas, uh, those type of things that you need to be aware of. There might even be clauses in there about uh, pets and signs or for sale signs. Those are very important so that you can determine if those restrictions or conditions are restricted to what your intended use is of the property. And that kind of also ties in on certain communities, not all, uh, could be tied into what's called an HOA or Homeowners Association. In newer developments, typically larger developments, the builder developer retains complete ownership of the development until all the homes are sold and new homeowners are in those homes. And then at that time, a homeowners association would be established and the new homeowners will create their homeowners association with board of directors, they'll set up individual bylaws, they'll set up a community website, and they'll have all the information pertinent to that community going forward, the financial needs, the financial obligation of each homeowner, how much to pay each month, each quarter, each year, what's the money going to pay for, you're going to pay for tennis courts, swimming pools, clubhouses, uh, planter, community planter areas, playgrounds, all that's going to be in those HOA documents. And you, as a new buyer, going into a community that has a homeowners association, you have the right, it's in one of our purchase and sell documents, you have the right to receive all that documentation and once you receive it, to review it, to see if that documentation and the information within it meets your criteria for your intended use of the home and the neighborhood. In those HOA documents, there might be things that talk about what type of roof you can have, what kind of approval you need for landscaping, to upgrade your landscaping, to redo your landscaping. There will be things in there, what color paint you can have on the exterior home. What kind of window blinds you can have, if, if any. They have all kinds of different provisions in there. Where you, your guests can park their cars or where they can't park their cars. It's imperative that you look at these. There's also financial documents in these doc, uh, documentation to where you can see how much money is being received, how much money is being spent, what's it spent on. There'll be minutes of meetings in there that'll tell you if they're talking about major expenses moving forward and if there's going to be any type of one-time special assessments assessed to all the owners so they can make those improvements. Very important document to get your hands on to review with your real estate agent to see if there's any major red flags within that. So my best advice, always get a copy of the conditions, covenants, and restrictions. Always make sure your offer is subject to your review and approval of the HOA, Homeowners Association documents and financial records and minutes of meetings. And in, in a lot of those newer developments, make sure you understand the sewer capacity charge. How much is left owing? What are you agreeing to assume? And know that that's over in addition to your water sewer bill. Now, another thing with regards to HOAs, if you're buying a condominium or a townhome in the state of Washington, it's actually mandated by law 
that the buyers offer must be subject to the review and approval of a document called a resale certificate. Or if it's a new condo or townhome, it's called a public offering statement. In the resale certificate, one of the documents you would like to get and should get is what's called a reserve study. In that reserve study, it's an independent company hired by the management company, approved by the board of directors of the condominium or townhome neighborhood. And that independent study looks at the existing cash that's in the bank now for the homeowners association, what the longevity are of the capital improvements like roofs, parking lots, fencing, decks, anything that's common interest to everyone. And then they, from their gauge, what's the remaining life of those capital improvements and what the projected costs are to replace those. And then they look at that and say, based upon what the association has in their bank, based upon what the cash flow is coming in on current homeowner association monthly dues, they can project whether that association is well-funded or underfunded or is basically a baseline funding. And baseline funding means that whatever money they're collecting per month is going right out the door to pay existing expenses. They have no reserve money for anything that might go wrong. And if that were the case, then all the individual homeowners could be responsible for a one-time special assessment. And some of those special assessments could be 10, 15, 20, I've seen them as high as $60,000 per homeowner. So it's a huge challenge. So if you're looking to buy a condo or townhome, ask your real estate agent, see if they can get from the seller's agent, copy the reserve study. Banks are okay if the reserve study says there's funding of 60 to 80%, which means it's somewhat healthy, but they prefer it to be 100%. Those are rare, and sometimes you'll see one or two that are above 100%. When they're that high, it's a pretty good bet you won't be looking at any special assessment anytime soon, if at all. But each complex is different, different needs come up going down the road. But if it's a baseline funding or it's a 20 to 40% funding, you should pause and look at it and say, okay, if they did have a special assessment, am I going to be okay with that? And the way to find out what that special assessment might be is look into copies of the minutes of the meetings, not only from the board, but from the general membership too, because those discussions will be within those documents. Hopefully that's enough information to get you thinking, to get you to ask your real estate agent what this means, what this might mean to you going forward. As always, I'm here to answer whatever questions you have. I'm Ray Dove with REMAX Eastside Brokers in Bellevue, Washington, servicing King and Snohomish counties, and I can be reached at 425-681-8630, or you're welcome to email me at raydoveremax at gmail.com. With that said, have a great week, and next week I'll talk a little bit more about the law of agency and what that means to you when buying or selling real estate. Look forward to sharing more of my tips and experience with you on next week's podcast. Have a great week.